Hello, hello. This is episode two. (laughs) So exciting. I, you know, I am just kind of exploring how I want this to be, what direction I want to go. You know, I, right now, I'm just like, I got to do this. It's been something I've been wanting to start for a while, I, you know, and I got a new microphone and new headphones like a few months ago, and then I actually ended up selling the microphone because I was like, well, I'm never going to start this podcast thing, and then sure enough, the other night, something in me was like, all right, let's just start it, even if it comes out as like, excuse me, as like word vomit or, you know, whatever, just do it. And if no one listens to it, then hey, you got to, maybe you're saying what you yourself needed to hear, (laughs) you know, this is the conversation I have in my head. And for me, what I love about podcasts is it feels like whoever is the host or, you know, whatever the podcast is, they're my friend and they're there with me. They're like there in my ear. And that to me is pretty cool because I feel like with podcasts, you can connect to people so much easier. And, you know, it's like, it's like having a phone call with someone, except I guess you can't really talk back to me. I mean, you can, but I can't hear you. (laughs) So, um, hi. (laughs) But yeah, so here we are and we're just doing it. Sometimes, you know, I think, especially right now, I personally believe you just got to go for shit because clearly if there's something that you want to do or something that keeps like nagging at your heart, just do it. Just try it. You know, all we can do is try. I would rather trial, I'm sorry, I would rather try than not do it, right? I think the only failure is not trying so this is me not trying or if I fail then I'll fail fail and fucking fail again (laughs) from my new good fucking design advice poster the best advice anyways (laughs) so I am still playing around with what day I want to release this I think for now maybe I'll do Sundays I feel like Sundays are a great day because we're all getting ready for the week maybe you're food prepping maybe you're you know planning your week out I don't know maybe you're just crying I don't know so (laughs) Sundays for now feel like a good day to me so Sundays it will be but you know it could change I'm open to anything I'm just I'm just letting my spirit guide me (laughs) and I'll be honest I wasn't feeling super motivated today I was like well I don't know if I have anything good to say I I don't know but I but knowing myself if I put it off till tomorrow it'll just keep getting put off so here we are we just go in I just jump in the cold water head first (laughs) But y'all, I don't know about you, but this weekend for me has been one of a lot of reflection and a lot of just feeling drained and a little anxious. And obviously there's a lot of external things going on. And in my own heart, I'm really having to look at my own trauma my own 
healing and as someone who has been in recovery for how many years now five years now from my eating disorder I I still have to look at certain things in regards to my triggers right because anyone with an addiction or an eating disorder can tell you that it's not about the thing for me like it's not about the act of purging or restricting or you know whatever the behavior is it's not about that it's about what caused me to want to do that you know it's about the trigger it's the story behind and sometimes it's you know it it's something someone said to me or it's a trigger that reminds me of something from my childhood things like that and someone said so beautifully a while ago that eating disorders are a disease in miscommunication um, or I'm sorry a disorder in miscommunication because I'm not able to communicate so like for me personally and I can only speak from my own personal experience I do not speak for all people with eating disorders or addictions I can only speak for myself but for me bulimia was my thing the throat so the, or the if you're into chakras the the throat chakra right so that is that is where we communicate things need to come out of us and for me i could not communicate what i wanted to say so my way of communicating was binging and purging and that was what worked for me for most of my life from age 11 on and off till like 25 right and I can sit here today and I can confidently tell you that I haven't purged in over two and a half years and that's huge for me and I can also tell you that especially in the past six months I've I've definitely felt tempted right but now I know enough that I know that it's not it's not about the actual behavior no there's so much shit going on right now and I'm seeing I mean I already knew this but I'm seeing we are all seeing even more so that we are not in control of pretty much everything (laughs) you know we can only control our reactions and it's been really interesting for me as someone who's been in recovery for five years now. I think it's five years. Yeah, I was like 22 when I went to treatment for the first time. And I just turned 27. So, five years. Um, it's been interesting to kind of watch the world be in a recovery stage. Um because I feel like the past six months pre, you know, or however long this shit has been going on. Yeah, I guess it's six months. And please excuse my French. This is me when I'm passionate. 
but I feel like we are all kind of learning how to do without. So we all had all these distractions in our everyday life, right? So you could go to the movies, you could go to all these workout classes and not think twice about it or, you know, go to the bar, like whatever. We just had so many distractions and personally, I'm right there with you. Like I would just stack my days with things and, you know, I realized that when I would be so busy, was probably because I was avoiding something um, because when you're so busy you really just don't have time to feel shit (laughs) let's be real let's be fucking real and then like all of a sudden we're all like sitting in our homes and we can't do what we normally do and so then you're forced to be with yourself you're forced to be with you know whoever is whoever you live with and let me tell you something and you may or may not relate but you're gonna realize that there are triggers from the people that you live with whether you knew it before or not and maybe you don't maybe you don't have this experience and then congratulations but I mean that sincerely. I know that sounded kind of sarcastic. And maybe it was a little bit. Because. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sips tea. <laughs> but you know. You're forced to really. Look at everything. And. That's hard. That is. Really hard. Because it's like we were all on this hamster wheel. And we're running and running and running and then when it stops it's like what do I do what do I do now and you know for me like during this six months um I think has it been six months yeah so like March 16th was the last time that I worked and you know, I feel like that, that day I remember very clearly because it was raining and I had to go into work and I was like, I, I, I was scared because I didn't know what was going on. No one knew what the fuck was going on. And, you know, I went into work angry that I had to fucking go to work and sell shoes when there's like this killer virus. And I, <laughs> I wrote a strongly worded email to HR because, you know, I thought it was really dumb that we were there <laughs> on that day because no one was out. The streets were like empty because everyone was just home and no one knew what to do. And so I definitely don't feel like the person I felt on March 16th. I'm not. And I don't think any of us are. Right? Because we've been forced to look at certain aspects of our lives. And, you know, unless you've somehow escaped that, then if you have and, you know, you're like the exact same person, then, you know, then that's your journey. That's your story. Great. But 
when you're forced to sit down, it's hard. When you're forced to go without the things that you thought you couldn't live without, it is fucking hard. It's so hard. I mean, talk to anyone, anyone who's recovered from an eating disorder or an addiction. And again, I can only speak for myself, but let me tell you, in the early days of my recovery, I was a mess. A mess. Because you're, you're fighting the, you're fighting this urge to release. I was fighting this urge to act on my bulimic behaviors because that was the only way I knew how to deal with shit. It was the only way. And for a lot of us, things that we did up until March 16th, we thought that those were the only things that could maybe make us happy or those were the things that filled, filled the void. Whatever. And so when they're taken away, there's a major, major sense of grief and loss and anger right? I mean, have you been angry? Have you sat in the anger? Because anger is part of grief. It's part of it. And it is a necessary part. And for me, a lot of the times, I couldn't sit with anger. That was an emotion that was really hard for me. And then I learned that anger is a very important emotion. I mean, they all are. We need all of our emotions. We need all of our feelings in order to heal. And then you get to a point where you think, wow, I'm fucking pissed. (laughs) I am pissed. I can... In early eating disorder recovery, I was pissed that I couldn't act on my behaviors. I mean, I could, but I knew too much. I knew that they weren't working for me, and I knew that they weren't the real problem. They were merely a symptom of the problem, right? Going out every day and, you know, going out and packing our days and just being busy was a symptom of what we were running from and look you may be listening to this and wondering what the hell I am talking about and that's okay or maybe you disagree completely and that's okay that's totally okay obviously you are you are entitled to whatever you feel about what I'm saying I think it's important to remember and it's important to sit down for a second and just think about what it is that we were running from. I mean, I can tell you right now, for me, packing my days and making myself so busy was me running from a lot of, lot of inner child stuff that 
is something that I still work on till this day. Not feeling enough. Not feeling like I have achieved enough. Feeling like I need this accolade or that job or that car or whatever. Or I need to be friends with these people. For me, it, it comes a lot from not being enough, feeling like I don't fit in. And listen, I do not fit in in a lot of spaces, in most spaces. I would argue and say all. And that's okay. I don't want to fit in. I want to be fucking bold. I want to be me. And something that I've really had to come to terms with is I can't really be me until I deal with a lot of shit. And like I said, I've been dealing with some of the shit for years. <laughs> and, you know, when, when we uncover more and more layers, we just keep uncovering more and more layers. And that's okay. Right? I think that, well, I know that healing is an everyday journey and honestly the work never ends because there's always going to be something new and a lot of the times when we process grief when we process things going on in the collective they're going to bring up other things in our own personal lives in from our past maybe from childhood and, you know, we've seen a lot of death in the collective this year. And rest in power, Kobe Bryant. But it hurt. I mean, they, I think they all hurt in different ways. I've seen so much death this year. And whatever that brings up for you is normal. And it's normal to feel such a sense of loss when someone dies that we don't even know. Because it will bring up grief from maybe people that we've lost in our lives, whether they transitioned to, you know, the next realm or whatever you believe or maybe we lost friendships because those people just you know they just aren't part of that next chapter and that's okay I know that for me I don't talk to a lot of people that I talked to pre-March 15th <laughs> um, and it's not even a, it's not on purpose it's just it hasn't happened or you know there there are my close people that I talk to regularly and that's enough and I personally have to be very selective of where I spend my energy and that's okay that is okay so my message for you today is just keep showing up Keep sitting with whatever comes up for you. 
just because you don't have that that vice or that place or that whatever it is just because you can't do that right now doesn't mean you're not going to be okay and that's okay to grieve it I mean are you kidding me I grieved my eating disorder it took me a long time it was why it was so hard for me to have abstinence to go without because I grieved it it was like a best friend or someone I love yet it was harming me and you know I've grieved shit I've grieved going being able to go to the movies because that was an escape I could just go sit in a dark room and check out and eat snacks and no one had to look at me so what I'm saying today is Wherever you are, that's okay. And whatever you're learning, whatever you're uncovering, is going to be uncomfortable, but this isn't the end game. This isn't the end. In fact, I think it's a beginning of something really beautiful for all of us. It's the beginning of healing a new way of healing a new way of life and you know we just have to keep leaning in and it's going to be hard and there are days where you are not going to want to get out of bed and that is okay it's okay and right now if you need a little reminder just to keep going then I'm going to tell you keep fucking going you need a little reminder to do the thing that you've been putting off fucking do it what have you got to lose we are seeing that life is so short there's so much shit going on so much and you want to know how you can help be you heal yourself Heal that little inner child within you. It's not going to happen overnight. And honestly, like, in my experience, I believe that I will probably keep doing this until the, the day I die. But it's worth it. worth it no matter how uncomfortable it is at times it is so worth it and you don't have to try to fix anything because you're not broken you are not broken My wish for you going into this next week is just take care of yourself. 
please take care of yourself. Be selective with where you spend your energy. It's okay to be selective. You don't owe anyone anything. You don't. I hope that something in this spoke to you. And if you made it this far, thank you. And don't forget, you are exactly where you are supposed to be. Be fucking bold. Till next time. Bye.